0: talking to me this week about just keeping in step with him and and flowing with what he is doing you know it says to walk in the spirit in Galatians and not walk in the flesh and sometimes we can over spiritualize what it actually means it's actually to walk in the spirit means just to be aware of what God is saying and doing and keep in line with that rather than you can feel that flow when you're in the right place and you're just like really sensitive to him. You can feel that flow when you get offended or you get grumpy or you say something or you have an attitude. It's almost like you can feel the flow shift. And it's like walking in the spirit is just to keep in the flow of the spirit. And that's when God is really able to work through us and in us. Um, And most of the time um, we can really forget that because we... I'm walking in the spirit because it's like in you know gatherings or whatever we're doing, and when we're with other other people that know Him. But to actually be aware of Him and aware of what we're doing and saying and thinking and anything that's contrary to that, you step away from it. And I was talking to a friend, and they're saying that. And when their spirit is praising, they know that they're in the right space, that they're thinking and doing the right things. When they, and they turn every now and then to see if their spirit is still praising. If it's not praising, then they they know they need to readjust something, they need to assess where they're at. And I thought that's a really good way of thinking about it. is your spirit praising? And if it's not, why? What's going on in your internal world that would cause you not to have it praise? Is it that you've allowed yourself to get burdened down? Is it that you've been thinking negative thoughts or you're not thinking in line with what God's Word says about you or in your future? It's like when your spirit's praising, I mean even spiritual disciplines, you know, reading the word and And gathering together and all those things, they're simple disciplines, but we do it in line with who God has created us to be. It's like we spend time with him in a way how he's created us to be. I know some people, they feel really close to him when they're walking in nature. Others, it's at the beach. Others, it's um, serving others. Others, it's – actually, I have a list and I'll read it out to you because I thought it was quite good. It's like what draws you close to God – What enables you to connect with him is simply an activity you engage in to be made more fully alive by the spirit of life. What is it that you do that encourages you and enables you to be made more fully alive in the spirit? Because that's what we are wired to do every day. If we're doing things that are dragging us down and causing us to just... uh, It's like... What is it that engages you and makes you feel alive? Brings you joy. Yeah, because joy is an on-ramp to heavenly places. It's like, it's like what is it? And, for, and you know sometimes in church circles, we can be like, like, you've got to do this, this, this and this." And that's it. You know, I know lots of people. it was like the journaling phase, and you have to journal, and some people can't stand journaling. Does anybody like journaling? Yes. Some yes. of you. Every day. But who doesn't like journaling? i don't mind making notes <laughs> every often when you think but journaling. Okay, but if you were sitting there and just like, oh, I just want God, and they're like, somebody out front or somebody you're talking in a group goes, you must journal. That is your spiritual discipline. What are you non-journalers going to do? Please. Laugh. <laughs> Leave. Leave. <laughs> it's like. It's like we've got to be really careful when we're with our own spiritual walk and our own what brings us life and also what we put on others, that we're not putting all these rules and expectations on others when God has not wired them that way. It's like um, I read this really good quote. i see if I can find it quickly. It's like God made us unique and um, to he's made a personalised plan for us and um, – it's like trying to discipline all your children the same way, trying to communicate with them all in the same way when they're individuals. It's like, well, it doesn't work. We have six and they all, I don't know, they all came from the same place, but I tell you what, they're all different. They all have different personalities. They communicate different. They um, react to things different. Some of them are people, people you know, Yes, some are tasks, some are, you know, like just laid back. And it's like if I tried to communicate and discipline and teach them all the same way, I'm going to hit maybe one or two and miss the rest. And it's like that's actually how God is with us. It's like we're all created differently and yet we expect that God is going to talk to us all the same way. And he doesn't. And I read this quote. I thought it was great. Um... And and it's in a way when you're talking to others too. If you really want to help someone grow, you have to help them in a way that fits their wiring. Just like God wants to help us grow and he's going to help us in a way that fits who we are. So it says, Our great model for this is God himself, for he always knows just what each person needs. He had Abraham take a walk, Elijah take a nap, Joshua take a lap, and Adam take the wrap. He gave Moses a 40-year timeout, he gave David a harp and a dance, and he gave Paul a pen and a scroll. He wrestled with Jacob, argued with Job, whispered to Elijah and warned Cain and comforted Hagar. He gave Aaron an altar, Miriam a song, Gideon a fleece, Peter a name, and Elisha a mantle. You see how he knew how each one of those people was wired and so he dealt with each one differently. You know, Abraham walked. <laughs> Joshua marched around and around. <laughs> you know, like it's like each one followed God and did what he... And, and all of those people's lives, that was to fulfil their destiny. Each one stepped out in a different way. And for us to think that God will teach each one of us the same or that we would try to put that on others is a mistake because that's not even what God teaches us in his word. He, te- he He teaches us and leads us all differently. And yes, it's good to hear what you know, I do, but if it doesn't bring you joy, if it doesn't release you to be all that you are created to be, if it doesn't help you to walk in the spirit, then it can be like the journaling thing. Some people hate journaling. Some people, they do not want to go for a walk in the bush. They would rather walk through the city and it's all the vibrancy and no, I know somebody, they love the city and they just, it's a creative vibe and they get so energized. And other people, it's like, oh, get me out of here. You know, I need to walk in nature. God has made us all differently. And it's so important for us to understand that. I mean, I get in a happy, covered in paint and outside out there. And it's like, often the thing that brings you most joy is what the enemy tries to squeeze out of our life. And it's like, We have to be aware of that too. And it's like you get too busy to do the thing that brings you most joy. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah? And so a spiritual discipline, something that you do to grow towards God and know him more, is an activity that you engage in to be made more fully alive in the spirit. What brings life? Does that make sense? Look, I can see you all going, oh. Um, It's almost like it's a, I call them on-ramps into heavenly places. Other people call them sacred pathways. What is your sacred pathway? What's your on-ramp? We might have always gone through this pathway, this sacred pathway, this on-ramp to engage with God and grow in our spirituality. But sometimes that might close up. Like You might go through a season where you just, like I know when my brother died, I couldn't actually paint. And I couldn't play music. It was like it just shut down on me. It just was like, oh, I can't connect. I can't go there. And until the Lord really worked in me and healed me, that I couldn't use that as a pathway to God. I had to find other things that would help me. Yeah? And so it's like sacred pathways might be you find God in nature or aesthetic. aesthetic, you're drawn to disciplines, right, I've got to do this, this and this, some people will love that, they love to like get up and follow this routine and it's like, it's great, if you're spontaneous, that will shut you down, yeah, I know I like my little thing and I like, I like to do certain things, Philip, you try and get him to do what I do, he'll just go, whatever, it's not, we're, we're wired so differently find God in this space where they come alive spiritually in a great cause you see that you know they want to do missions or they want to you know be involved in this great cause that and and fires them up you know like I'm probably one of those a caregiver meets God in serving so you see people where they just really you can see that they're close to God and they feel connected to him when they serve in some way Um, sensei is a senses god through their five senses so they're a feeler they feel god they're aware of him in the atmosphere they feel drawn to him you know you're a feeler others it's an enthusiast loves to grow through people contemplative is drawn to solitary reflection and prayer intellectual loves god by learning you know they get into this head thing and i'm like you know, I'm not one of those. I'm, I'm a feeler and I'm contemplative. I, I like the quiet, solitary places and I like having a cause. Give me something to run with and I'll run with it. You know, like that's how I connect with God. I'm a, but other people, it's not. It's they, like the, they like the traditional. They like um, the serving. They like those things and that's how God's wired them. And that's okay because if you look through God's word, he treated Abraham and Gideon and Joshua all differently. You know, and it's that's okay. And so for us to go, not it has to be like that, well, we're kind of outside what God has asked us to be like. And so it's like giving ourselves permission to find our pathway and then giving other people the permission for them to find their place as well. And we, in the way that we find um, a pathway to being able to connect and grow in God is we also all learn differently too. Like I'm... I'm a visual learner. It must be nearly 25 years ago, seeing a guy preach dressed as Braveheart. He came out in all the kilt and everything, blue paint, and he came out waving a thing going, freedom! You know, came across the stage. I still remember it and it's still like I can feel it resonate in my spirit what what he taught that day because I'm visual and it was so impacting, the, the visual thing of this blue paint, it just caught my attention, and for the last over 20 years, I've remembered it. Other people, it's hearing. They learn best by hearing. Tactile, people learn by doing. Others, it's best in groups, socially. Logical, learn best in, in a linear process, like this makes sense. And um, imaginative, learn best through art, story, or image. So it's God has different ways for us to grow in Him, and it's us giving ourselves permission to find our space. And yes, listen to what others do, and go, oh, let's try that. And it's okay to try different things. And sometimes you do need to change it up. It's like I know Bill Winston when he's reading the Word, and it's like he's he's studying the Word. He says, you know, find different translations, and what one pops. What one pops to you? If, if it's getting a little bit like, oh, uh, find another translation. Download the Bible app and you can read hundreds, All you know, verse in all different one, and if one will go bang at you. It's like it's still God's word. It's like it's okay for us to find that place, how we are able to, as I say, the on-ramp to heavenly places where it works for you. And so I just wanted to really encourage you today is don't, don't feel like you're not growing or you're failing in some area if what you're somebody else is doing isn't working, um, because God treats each one of us uniquely, just like our children. They're not all the same, um, and it would be really boring to be honest. <laughs> It'd be really boring, River, all the same. It's like let find God in your space. Yes, there's things that He asks us to do. You know, He says to pray, bring bring it but how do you pray you know philip and i we pray really differently i like to you know just pour out my heart and waffle all along and philip's like straight to the point and he's like i know he's like are you done yet let god show you how he's wired you and listen yes sure to what other people do but don't let that be i've got to do it that way and even in this move of what God is releasing on the earth, of engaging in a different way and governing over the earth and being seated in heavenly places. You know, even in that, don't allow people to put on, oh, you've got to govern this way or this is how you enter in. And I mean, even that has started to be apparent in some conversations. You know, you've got this step and this step and this step. You know, that may be for those people who need that, that way of learning. But if that's not you and it shuts you down or makes you feel insecure, then don't worry about it. It's like, all right, that's good for them, but this is how I engage with Jesus. This is how I sit with him, and that's okay. And as long as we are drawing closer to him, as long as our hearts are open and we're like, God, I just want to know you more and the wonders of your person more fully. I want to know your resurrection power in me. As long as that's our heart, then God will lead us, just like He did Abraham, Joshua, all those guys, and in the men and women of faith through the generations. As long as our heart is to do that, He's going to show us. So, whether you're in the woodwork shop and having a great time, or painting, or running, or you know, out in the bush or in the middle of the city drinking coffee somewhere, as long as it's like I just turn to you, Lord, and it's my spirit praising if my spirit's praising and I'm keeping those things that don't cause it to praise on the down low (laughs) out there, it's like you're growing. And that's really what it's all about, that we would continue to grow and develop and seek his face, seek him with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, whichever way he's wired you. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a review to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on instagram at dale kinney and you can also subscribe to my daily inspirational blog for more encouragement to live a best life you'll find my blog on my website at DaleKinney.com. thanks again and i'll see you next time